This is Radio Ronin announcer Ken Kruger. The Radio Ronin Show starts now. Whoopee! Hey everyone, welcome to your Monday episode of Radio Ronin. Thank you, Ken Kruger, doing a great job for us as always. Yeah, he is. So we have a very special way for you to kick off your week. We're still we're we're feeling the weekend vibes, of course, because <laughs> we're all yellow. Because uh, yeah, well, we're going to be talking about that. Hopefully, we're all yellow. Yeah. I think that's the, the it's thing. supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking about that coming up. But uh, but no, Spencer, that's not why I was enjoying the weekend vibes. In fact, that has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with the fact that we've got a dude in a Hawaiian shirt here, and, and it's, it's not you, <laughs> and it's not me. And uh, and I'm so excited. So let's just jump right into the show. Hey, hey everyone, I'm Chunga. So excited to be here for this very cool, very special show, and we'll explain why here in a couple of minutes. Uh, the guy right over there, who's uh, on Spaceship Ronin, yeah, who's running Co- everything, in computers, smartest man in the room. It's Chandler. Hey-o. There he is, and this guy right over here, hot and ready, just five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the man who likes to beat his own drum. Mary Kate Olson is back on the market. Hot and ready, just five dollars. I have no idea hot and ready. what he just said or why. It's Josh, twins. which she got a divorce. Yeah, she did get a divorce. <sighs> I, I heard. Okay, so and this guy who looks fantastic. I know. You look amazing. <laughs> and I, I, I know we've got that. We've got somebody else very special here. Yeah, but we may have to give you a new nickname too. Oh, I'm doing my best Shaggy cosplay today. The Vanilla Gorilla. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that one. Vanilla Gorilla. Everybody say hello to Spencer right there. Hello there. And then we got a guy who is a longtime friend, one of my favorite people that I will ever know ever in my life. He's been a guest on this show from time to time. He has his own show here on Radio Ronin. He is a longtime, longtime friend and former bodyguard that's actually true yeah that that is that is true yeah uh some of the best moments of my life have been with this man right here say hello to the butterscotch panda greg pascal of greg's i really want to be on vacation right now you look fantastic first of all thank you and we're excited you are the first person we've had in post quarantine Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Yeah. So we, as Spencer was saying, we are point. at yellow. So, and I was saying it had nothing to do with the fact that we're at yellow, but actually it has everything. Spencer's right. It has everything to do because now we can have you in here. Yeah. You are allowed to be in the studio I, with I'm us. I'm legally allowed to be here. <laughs> the four of us have been in a weird state of quarantine where we have allowed ourselves to see each other, but no one else. That's it. Yeah, it's true. So we've all been hiding in our houses and for the sake of the show so that no one gets sick mm-hmm. and so that we don't have to have an interrupt in delivering the episodes. We've all been hunkered down and hiding the four of us. Yeah. And now that that has been lifted, uh, it was like, get him in here on the very first Where's day. Where's Panda? Well, well, guys. Where's Panda? I'm glad I could be your first. <laughs> what you missed is the wink that he gave. <laughs> oh, I feel slightly aroused and somewhat uncomfortable. So, and he shows up at my door. He shows up at, at our door. Excuse me, Chandler. Shows up at our door today, and and I open it up, and he's wearing a white, a white kind of fedora, yeah, a white yeah. Gene Kelly, yeah, Travis yeah, yeah. kind of fedora. This says Mykonos mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> I got and, it when I was in Greece. Hence the Mykonos. <laughs> and, and, and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. 
Yes, yeah, I am. It's a very nice Hawaiian shirt, might I add. It's gorgeous. It's, I love it's it. It's fancy. So you're wearing a white hat and a Hawaiian shirt. What's this about? I don't understand what I this just is about. really want, like, uh, you know, the sun's shining. I'm feeling good. Yeah. But now my brain's just, I want to be on vacation. Yeah, I don't blame I you. You, that, do yeah. Have, yeah. you do have a trip coming up, right? Well, you're going, you're going back. You're going back to Greece. Not not until next year. Unfortunately, I've had to push back because of the whole. Because of the, yeah. a lot of as, as have we all. Yeah. As yeah. have we all. Uh, okay. Well, we've got more with the Butterscotch Panda. We're so excited to have him here. As I said, coming right up. But first, this show uh, is brought to you by RJ Concrete. They, I, I guess, they're re-upping with us. Right? They are. They're sticking around. Sweet. Again, I, I was, uh, I knew there was a call that took place, and and there was a, a lot of analytics and numbers thrown out and i was like spice girls blah 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 <laughs> star wars blah 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 roi 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 oh my gosh roi golden grams i, I wasn't really paying attention we really did say but, golden grams but spencer was yeah. having a, a wonderful conversation and they were like yeah we're sticking around so it is concrete season if you need concrete work done these are the blokes to call um, you can go to their Facebook page. You don't have to take our endorsement for it, for 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 what it is. I would because we've actually done the research and we've seen what they do, and we wholeheartedly endorse these guys. They do a fantastic job. Uh, RJ Concrete. They do sidewalks. They do driveway extensions. They do driveways. They do RV pads, patios, concrete repairs, and they haul all of your old concrete away for free. And as I was saying, you can go see their work on their Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're constantly posting pictures of like each job that they do and all these different projects yeah. that they've been on. And it's the phenomenal work. We, I, love, I love the videos. It's oh, kind of messy. It's like, it's like uh, watching how it's made or something. Oh, it's yeah. it's, it's it totally great. is. So uh, we've had a number of our goblins go out and say, yeah, we, we actually need concrete work done. And now they're posting their own pictures and their patios look phenomenal. They look like something on a, a, a like a, an HGTV show. Yeah what these guys have done. So RJ Concrete, they are highly recommended. They're licensed and insured in Utah, 20 years experience in the industry. You want to give them a call. Take this number down if you're needing some concrete work done here at Concrete Season. The reason for this is because they're booking up. So you need to hurry. If you, if you have a job that you want to get done, you definitely want to get in quickly. 385-324-6166. That's 385-324-6166. Now I'll tell you this right now. I know, Panda knows from experience that people rarely remember the numbers when we read these things on the Very radio true. or we do it now. <laughs> they get it there. They go, oh, what was that number? I know I know that Chunga gave us a number. I, I don't know. I'm just going to the website. So it's a lot easier for people to just go to the website. So it's rjconcretesolutions.com. The number and everything are right there. So yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you to RJ Concrete for, uh, for sticking around with us. Panda. Yes. Yes. So how was your quarantine? First of all, we have a lot of stuff to talk about with you today. It, it was long. Um, although I am luckily one of those people that uh, has been able to continue to, to work oh, that's during good. the quarantine. Yeah. Oh, you that's didn't, really you didn't have to, you didn't have to stop. You weren't furloughed. You didn't have to no, do any of that stuff. Nope. No, none of, none of that stuff. I, I was luckily able to even still be able to go in to work. Oh, that's good. Oh. Um, you, you were fighting off of like multiple earthquakes. Because hey, you're like right <laughs> yeah. by the epicenter where these were happening. Yeah, you were really close, weren't there, you? There was some shelves that uh, kind of fell in my area of oh, where geez. I work. Were you like, I would have been killed had yeah, I been no, sitting like, there? seriously. I mean, and these are like, uh, you know, 80-pound shelves. Ooh, okay. Gosh. So Just the shelves alone. You're not talking yeah. about the uh, product on the, the shelves. Yeah, not even the, the, uh, the amount of product that was on the shelves. I mean, and I those shelves are just full of uh, music right now. So for mm -hmm. people that wow. don't know, what do you do? Because right now you're just saying there's things on shelves that yeah. are falling. Uh, yeah, I, his big boy job, his day job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my big boy job is I work for a company that distributes sheet music. Which is perfect it's fit for you. Music, uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's a music yeah. company. Yeah. yeah. 
And I, I love it there because, uh, you know, I'm around music all the time, yeah. which is great. And yep. uh, they allow me to listen to Radio Ronin while I'm working. Sweet. Hey, so that's Ooh, always a good that's thing. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're just kind of immersed in your world all the time. Of course, you were a, a former member of The End. You were a staff mm -hmm. member of The End. You and I go all the way back. You did um, marketing and promotions there for The End. And you were the, the face for a lot of people when yeah. they would show up on location at different places, whether it was a music store or a toy store or a car lot or wherever we were, at, uh, like a movie theater. You were often the first guy that people met. I, right. Yeah, I was. I, I, I would go set everything up and then I would hang out at the table the entire time. Yeah. Just to make sure that our, our, our wonderful talent, like Mr. Chunga over here. <laughs> but you were talent in your own right. Yeah, you, you know are great. I mean? yeah. yeah, for sure. Greg was actually the first person that I met from from the radio show, even before you, Chunga. Oh, really? Yeah, no, that's that's often the case. Most people meet Greg first. Because uh, yeah. I, I remember he was he was sitting there at the booth, just sitting there eating some Cool Ranch Doritos, and like <laughs> this man is awesome. This man is cool. <laughs> Ranch That's, Doritos. He's just giving him a hug. Aww. Do, do you, you even like Cool Ranch Doritos? I don't even like Doritos at all. <laughs> I think you're remembering the story wrong. You said Cool Ranch Doritos, and I went, nope. That's not Greg. Nope. Greg doesn't <laughs> they like were Doritos. something. Yeah. So I anyway. mean, I, most likely I was probably eating something because I, I like to eat. <laughs> most pandas do. So, so Greg, so you've been, your life has kind of continued on its course, right? You haven't had, I guess you have had some changes, Right to your life during uh, the quarantine? Yeah, like, uh, I mean, e even though I still have a job, I'm a little bit worried right now because most of our business goes to schools and churches and yeah. those are closed mm -hmm. right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. So, so you've been lucky to this point. Yeah, but other than that, I've just been, you know, trying to uh, stay inside and stay safe. Listen to a lot of music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I never stop listening to music. So for people who don't know, Panda, Greg Paschal, we call him the Butterscotch Panda, is as much as I think I'm a music historian and as good as I think I am about it and mm -hmm. as good as Chandler thinks he is about it. And I know Spencer kind of fancies himself this way. Josh, on the other hand, no. <laughs> but but uh, he emulates I'm not even, Fred Durst. I'm, I'm not even going to fight that because I know it's true. Yeah. Well, he just has other things. But you, on the, you are the crown jewel. Of music oh, historians. You've forgotten you. more than I'll ever know yeah. about this. Well, stuff. I'll put it this way. I know a lot of completely useless uh, information about music. Which is wonderful. Yeah. Which is but great. I never think Still, anything is useless when it comes to music, though. It, it, it's my geekdom. You yeah. know, you, you yeah. got the people that are into the comic books. You got Spencer, people that right are into Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, Star yeah. Wars. That's yep. me. Music's just been my thing my whole life. No, that's very true. That That's very true. As long as I've known you, that's the way. And it's, it's all music. Oh yeah, it's uh, you gave me a Frank Sinatra album back in the day for my birthday, and it was a, a like a first pressing of an early '60s Sinatra album, and it looked like it was brand new. Oh man! And I still have it to this day. It's something that I cherish and absolutely love, and couldn't believe that you found this thing because well, it looks brand I, new. I, I like to track down all of the uh, the uh, LPs that are in uh, you know very good to uh, almost uh, you know new condition. Wow! Yeah. It, it's, I like and, to find it's those and you still you still do that, right? Oh, You're yeah. still doing the vinyl stuff where you Oh yeah. Yeah, I love to go uh, to the record store and just flip through through vinyl. That's that's you'll spend a whole day there, huh? 
I, and, yeah, and I, I've been going through uh, withdrawals because I haven't been able to go to a record store for months now. Yeah, well, I think there's... Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about that here in a uh, second. Yeah, yeah. Before we get that far, though, I want to talk about your playlist. That's actually oh, okay. why we had you in here. Yeah. So over the past, what, the past month? It's been it's month. month, yeah. It's now a month. Oh, yeah, my gosh. There's four we, of us. We started with Spencer. Then it went to Josh, then it went to Chandler, and then mine was last week yep. doing these these Spotify music playlists. And mm. I don't know if it's the quarantine. I don't know if it's just, you know, timing is so much of a thing with and with this kind of interest and stuff. I didn't know how well it was going to work because we don't have the normal commutes going right now. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people would listen to this sort of thing yeah. is on their commute. So I thought, well, we'll put out these playlists, I don't know, maybe by... Oh, I don't know, Christmas or maybe Labor Day, you know, after months when removed things pick from up. this, uh -huh. people will actually start listening to these playlists and people took to them immediately. Like yeah. we, we oh, launched yeah. Spencer's and people jumped right into it. Well, in fact, right after I launched mine, I got a drunk text from Panda with one. So, <laughs> is, that, is that right? Well, yeah, because I, I, uh, I am a playlist maker on my Spotify right now. I have over 300 playlists. Dang, oh, man. Dang. So depending on my mood, that's what playlists yeah. are. You know, and Josh did a similar sort of thing where we asked him to do his top 25 favorite songs of all time. And then in his wisdom did like nine playlists. <laughs> oh no. I, we're like, no, Josh, that's not you the point. One. We need one playlist. But I, I am that same way though. Yeah. It just depends on the mood. He's got a oh, playlist yeah, I, of playlists. Every, everyone is that way. But that's that's the hard thing about the 25 songs, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Is because they kind of need to fit every mood. They need to be able to... Oh, I have like 18 everything. different driving playlists for when I'm in my car, depending on my mood. I mean, it, it just, it's all over the place, which yep. I love. So well, I've been agon agonizing. Boy, I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm not even drunk right now. It's really, it's <laughs> really completely sober and I can't talk. Actually, when he's drunk, he's smooth, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he really is. Like, he's like Dean Martin. He's, he's just like flawless. He's like that guy that you see on the infomercials, the rain gutter guy after the news. Have you seen how smooth that guy is? You know, he's just hammered. Yeah. You know, that guy's just got like 12 shots in him. That's right. I'm talking about rain gutters. What people a, know who I'm talking about. What a about. reference. Yeah. So, there are people who know. It's a deep cut. So, yeah. And that's definitely Panda. You get some fireball in that dude. And he's like, that's oh, right. Dude. I'm talking about LPs. <laughs> uh, Let me explain to you why I love vinyl. It's very true. So you have, anyway, we did this. It was very popular. People were really into it. And uh, we said, well, we would be remiss not to have you, the 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 real music historian, do your own playlist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because it, and again, it's a very personal thing, right? It's, oh, it's not, very it's, much so. It's not something where you're picking for other people, which is normally what we would do. Well, that's here. what DJs yeah. do. We'd be, we'd be yeah. picking for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, I've seen your playlist, and it's... It, it puts all of us to shame. Impeccable. It, it's, oh, yeah. Well, but it's in addition to that, it's a fingerprint. It, it is very mm -hmm. much, I could look at this without having your name on it, and I'd go, that's Panda's playlist. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and the, the way that I chose those particular songs, because I, I mean, it was so hard to eliminate a lot of songs, because, but you know, what almost made the cut was the reflex from Duran Duran. Oh, oh yeah. Such a good song. And Which another, was on my list. Yeah. yeah. Another one that almost made the list was Surrender by Cheap Trick. Oh, wow. Because Which I, is also on my list. Both yeah. are on yours, yeah. So I was glad to see that they were on your list because then it made me not feel as bad about cutting those. Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, well, and the thing that's funny is I had um, uh, Rock This Town, the Dirty Boogie version. 
Nice. The live oh, yeah, Rock yeah. This Town Brian Setzer, the eight minute long uh-huh. live version of Rock This Town was one of the last songs I cut. And I remember thinking it's going to be on Panda's list. So I oh, can, yeah. I'm safe to cut it and I'll put <laughs> uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof instead, which it, those are kind of interchangeable yeah, and for me. Cat on a Hot Tin Roof's a great song. Yeah. Like that's, that's actually song. on mm-hmm. my Brian Setzer playlist because I have. A couple Brian Setzer playlists. <laughs> See that? <laughs> I love it. I love so it. So you had your 25 songs. Was this, um, you know, you said it was difficult. Just how difficult? Because this was one of those things where I it was three days of just full-blown anxiety for me where oh. Shannon was like, hey, you need to put that down for me. <laughs> yeah. Even driving over here this morning, I was just like, I... I Maybe I should switch some of these songs out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know because the ones that I've got in there, like they all, you know, have a story to them as why mm-hmm. they are my, you know, my top twenty-five. Yeah, you, you, that's what you did for you. It wasn't just I like this song. That's why mm-hmm. the reflex didn't make it in there. Yeah, yeah, because I mean it's a great song, but it didn't have enough of a uh, personal story to mm-hmm. me to mm-hmm. make the list. Well, and that's how my playlist was where I would, I, you know, a lot of the songs I'm listening to them back, like they're old dance songs, like the first dance songs I ever played. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, they sound like crap now, but there's such a memory to it that uh-huh. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. not going off my best songs. It's the, my top fa- favorite. And that's kind of what, you know, you're doing. With, yeah. Uh, you know, good job. Josh definitely had stories for all his. Did you have stories for your Spencer? A lot of them like, I did. Um, in fact, I remember texting Panda while I was doing it. I was like, this is so much fun to go back and remember the day that who I was with, what I was doing when I was first yeah, introduced yeah, yeah. to this song or this group. Yep. There was some of that. There was some of that for me. Um, it, it was it was a mixture. You know, like I said at the beginning of the show, some of my favorite memories in radio were just hanging out at a location with Panda, listening to music in our headphones in between groups of people showing up. You that's know, awesome. that, that, those were really, really fun days of my yeah. life. And I really, really loved them. And that's why Brian Setzer is on there, for example, amongst other reasons. The reflex from Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. I wish I had, some people may not know this, but I wish I had a nickel for every time I played that song in a club somewhere back in the day, before I was even in radio, before anyone, I was just trying to make my way as a young kid that was trying to figure out how to turn music into a career. A lot of those club gigs, you're making very little money, but those songs really stick with you and really resonate with you. And The Reflex was one of those. Uh, last hour of the night, every the place is just raging. And you know you'd throw in The Reflex and people would just lose their shit. Oh, that, that's so that's, cool. That's, you know, it. And that's back in the day. That's before a lot of the grunge came in and that's before a lot of the, the alternative music changed. And Back when style was a thing in the 80s. Well, and house and, music, that was house music. Yeah, oh yeah. You had New Order, Blue Monday, you had Duran Duran, you had mm-hmm. Pet Shop Boys and The Cure and Erasure, and that was about as close to house music as you got. Yeah. So uh, for me, I still see the movers and the crowds of people and the smoke and the lights and the lasers when I when I play The Reflex or when I play Blue Monday or when I play I Just Can't Get Enough from Depeche Mode <sighs> or, or any of those. So good. So And all of those were on the list at one point and I had to, I had to cut them all off. So. Yeah, and kind of like what Spencer was just saying about about how, you know, when he hears some of those songs, it takes him back to that point and you can remember that point yep. because I mean some of the songs I chose were were back when I was just a kid. Yeah. You know, whether it was I, I had a crush on a certain girl at the time. Yeah. Yep. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just some kind of fun thing that we were going to do as a family or with friends and uh and that kind of stuff. And then some of it, you know. Uh, part of the playlist is just stuff in my adult life that, you know, those songs have helped me out or, yep. you know, there, yep. there's a story to each one of them. So yep. I, I love that. And, and you, I have a 
Rock With You from Michael Jackson on my playlist because every time as a kid when we were, you know, going to Disneyland, Shunga would play that song when we're getting into Vegas. And so that song to this day reminds me of coming over the hill and seeing the skyline of Vegas out in the distance. And you know, oh, Oh, that's what music is to me. I mean, it's so cool. And for me, it's funny that you bring up that particular song Uh because there's a story for me. I think, first of all, Rock Rock With You from Michael Jackson, I think is the best pop song ever written. I think it's the best. It's amazing. I mean, if you think about all the great pop songs, I think that one is number one. Uh, but the personal story is there. I, when I was in high school, I was on one of these traveling singing tour things huh. with your high school, oh, yeah, you know, choir group or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I played guitar for mine. Yeah, nice. yeah. and then my okay. teacher turned out to be a pedophile. Ooh. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, as, as sometimes is the case. <laughs> so, but I remember being on the bus and we'd been we'd been traveling all night long, and I had at the time a Walkman. Yeah, a Sony Walkman, and I had all my cassettes in my backpack, mm-hmm. and was just listening to different things. And I'd listened to everything. I don't know however many times. I'd been on the road for like two weeks. It had been a long time. Oh yeah. And we were getting near the end of the tour, and I had borrowed some cassettes from some other kids just to listen to some different music, and had fallen asleep, and was kind of just waking up, and I just hit play, and the song was Rock With You, and I kind of opened my eyes and sat up, and we were in Buena Park, California. Oh, nice. And was just getting off the I-5, right by Knott's Berry Farm, and All those palm trees. And there's palm oh, yeah. trees everywhere. The yeah. Movie Land Wax Museum was a thing at the time, and the sun was just coming up, and that song was playing. So for me, even today, all these years later, that's what I see when I hear that song. So when Chandler would... For me, it's Vegas, yeah. I would put that in on the trips for that very reason because it would take me back to that time. And now he's got a, a, a totally a new generational to feel to it. And so. it's, and so, it's cool. so funny because I've had similar experiences in Southern yeah. California. Mm-hmm. My soundtrack would totally be Beach Boys. Yeah. Like, that's oh, what okay. I associate your dad, was so, your dad was yeah. so tight mm-hmm. with that band and, and yeah. So for me, it would be Ocean Avenue by Yellow Card. Yes, I know, that song. was going to be great it was, song. It's Ocean Avenue. And then I remember going into, it was right before I went into junior high. I went into a Hollister of all places and wanted to get new new school clothes. And, <laughs> and they had a We the Kings album in there. And my dad's like, oh, you're going to love these guys. I've, I've talked with them. And it's the, you know their, their first album ever. And I listened to that on the whole drive home from California. And still to this day, that's like my go-to California. Yeah, there you go. I mean, and that uh, and Yellow Card, it's so fun. Yeah, w- one of the songs that I, I picked for my list, and it's going to probably leave some people scratching their head, is Christopher Cross's Sailing. No, I saw that oh, on yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I love that song. And... Uh, one of my earliest memories of that song is the the last time that I went to Disneyland. I was about 11 years old. Yeah. And on the drive, just as the sun was setting, and there was just that beautiful, uh, oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. the know, California sunset. View. Yeah. And that song came on. Oh yeah, man. And it just like set the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a- anytime I'm even around uh, like the ocean, I always have to play that song oh, just as the sunset. Isn't isn't it there amazing the uh, the the um, how nature affects how you know bash music just last Saturday. I mean later this afternoon. <laughs> uh, the poolside mixes that we do are some of the most popular shows that oh, we I play mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that very reason. But yeah, there's a, Ocean Avenue is a great... We went to Santa Monica Pier on my birthday last year. <laughs> Dad, uh, just, Dad, please, you have to put this on right now. So the song like, Ocean Avenue, it, Ocean Avenue is is right at the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. 
it's Santa it's Monica the, and Ocean. That's it's that's right the address PCH, for the yeah. yeah that's the uh, the address for the for the Santa Monica. And so we're Pier, driving so. down Ocean Avenue. I'm like, you have to put this on. We're just blasting it. it it's one of my favorite memories, yeah, and that was just stuff, what a couple huh? years ago. So. That was last year. It, it, was it wasn't even a year ago. Oh jeez. Well, twenty is the longest year ever. And by the way, you have the butterscotch panda to think that the end actually had that song to play. Is oh, that right? Really? That was oh, really? That was Tell us. Well, right? Yeah, because I hooked him up with the actual MP3. <laughs> oh, nice. oh, that's right. Before, like they they knew the song, but they didn't actually have you know because it wasn't in the uh, the system. The system we didn't have it in the oh, system. That's, yeah, so that's, I was just like, guys, I could get it for you. There was uh, a lot. There was a lot of of artists that, that were broken uh, at the end. And um, Yellow Card, while not broken at the end, they were instrumental in the end was instrumental Mm -hmm. in launching that band. And and I would say one of probably five or six stations around the country. We played that so much. That yellow yeah. card. The funny thing is, is I, I remember the uh, lead singer came into my creative writing class in high school. Yep. And he comes walking in and I had no idea he was showing up. And I'm a huge yellow card fan. He comes walking. He's like this tiny little guy, sleep tattoos. He's like, I love Utah. Like, you know, all the radio stations, you know, they gave us so much support here back in the day. And so it's funny that you, yeah. you talked to that because he has like a huge respect for, for Utah. Oh, yeah. It was the yeah. state. There's a couple of bands like the end and X96 both were really, mm-hmm. really heavy on. Maroon 5 on, is one of them. Well, Maroon 5 was you discovered. discovered yeah. We discovered Maroon 5. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, no, it was. No, that's a true story. I think, in fact, I even think Panda was there uh, the day that we found the demo. I found the demo in the garbage <laughs> and it said Maroon, it said Maroon 5, handwritten hmm. on a CD in the garbage. And oh my gosh. there were a couple of other DJs that were there at the time, too. And we listened to a demo for what would be harder to breathe. Oh, and wow. We, listened, okay. we were like, this guy sounds like Stevie Wonder. This is crazy. We listened to it over and over and over again. And I we threw it on. And there was a prediction that this was going to go terribly. And we put it on. It was fantastic and an instant hit. And the next thing you know, that we did a thing called Mock Star back in the day. Maroon 5 played the show for free. Nobody knew who they were. Mm-hmm. And it, we had a, so many people show up. And I remember Adam and, and uh, James Valentine. They were crying backstage because they never played a show that big before. Oh, so, so cool. That's cool. And you yeah. guys had gotten so tight with Adam Levine <laughs> yeah. that you went... To Wendover <laughs> yes, with just, Adam Levine. Wait, didn't you kick him out of your kick, car though? Kicked him out of the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Wendover. Well, look, uh, well, you, you got to go into details. Yeah, well, that's the story just, right there. You know, it was uh, it was it was me and Casey and and a, and a couple other people, Adam and James and. Couple guys from Room Five, and we went out there. And Adam loves to be a rock star, right? He, he, he was one of these fake it till you make it kind of guys, mm-hmm. and just relishes the idea, the persona of being a rock star. And he did even back then. So we, we go out to Wendover, and we're having a great night and having fun. And the it's early in the morning. We're driving back, and we all get in the car. And Adam's in the back seat, and he's just, you know, oh, sometimes, man, sometimes you just got to, you know, you just got to live life, man. You just got to throw down and just be prepared to lose it all. You just got to, you just got to lose it all. And Uh-oh. Casey's like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, I just, I, I threw down, lost it all. I got nothing. And I was like, well, how much did you lose? Oh, it was a lot, but hey, that's that's rock and roll, right? That's that's a, that's what I'm talking about. We're like, what? How much did you lose? Eighty bucks. It was like, get out of the car, pull over, <laughs> get out of the car. It was this whole thing with miles of him explaining, you know, just how what a badass he is because he just threw all his money down. It's and 80 it was bucks. eighty bucks. <laughs> so we literally threw him out of the car, and we're driving. And James James Valentine, guitar player, gets a gets a call on his phone. He's like, hey, is there a rental car place around here? <laughs> 
Like with, with what money, Rockstar? You don't have any. Anyway, we turn we turn back around and went and got it. Of back. course, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but that's. Uh, I mean, the reason we're talking about all this music stuff right now, there's a reason for this. Number one, I want everyone to go listen to Panda's uh, yeah. music, right? Panda made a great playlist. Oh, There's thanks. a reason we picked him to be the extra Ronin uh, host mm-hmm. to do this. Uh, we we there's no way in my opinion we could do a playlist with all of us without having pandas music no, in there. No, not at all. It'd be uh, heresy. It just, it'd be heresy. Thank you, Spencer. <laughs> no, that's absolutely right. So everyone, go listen to Panda's playlist and use that as your watermark because what's going to happen next is we're going to have Tim Hemingway post his playlist on Reddit. And then we're inviting everyone else to post their playlist underneath it. I've seen yep. people have been cheating. They've already been submitting their. I know they've been cheating. We've had, to, we've had to remove playlists already. Oh, yeah, because wow. they're breaking the rules. But yeah, I'm taking a sneak peek. Not because we're mad. It's just no. we get, no. you. You got to wait. We're you trying to be wait. organized, and we want yeah. you to. We want you to take time to put this together because it took us a lot of time to put together. It yeah. was wow. painful. Yeah. yeah, this wasn't just some afternoon where we sat down and we're like, yeah, we'll hammer this out. No, I love the thing no, on no. Spotify. It tells you when the last song, like when the songs were added to the playlist, and you can see mine like two minutes before it launched. You can see like all these quick. <laughs> changes on my playlist because it's just constantly you definitely yeah, can't see out. some after it launched yeah right <laughs> did you change yours after it launched there were a few i was like ah no i gotta switch Spencer! this one out <laughs> no. cheating and, and i have to admit i did change one song i i took <laughs> you no 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 no. this was after last week when we talked about the live oh the live stuff uh, the live oh, yeah. stuff yeah i actually took uh America by Neil Diamond and swapped it out for the live. Oh, see, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I showed these guys Panda. I don't know. You were around, I think, when Robbie Williams came in and did the end zone. Yes. You were there for that. That was something. Amazing. I'll never forget that. I've got chills just talking about it. And how we went to play Live 8 and was late. And I was all freaked out. And I actually, I got put in his autobiography. Uh, the Robbie Williams autobiography from that day, just interacting, talking to Robbie Williams because I was so damn nervous about trying to get him to live eight. There was all kinds That's of stuff so going on there. Cool. It but was, I, I encouraged everyone. Yeah, yeah go ahead. It, it was that uh, that particular end zone that actually made me a fan of Robbie Williams because yep. before I was like, oh yeah, he's got some he's good, good songs. I yep. mean, Angels. That's a good song. Yep. But uh, you know, I was never a big fan, and then. You know, he did that end zone, and I was like, okay, I, I love this You're guy. So yeah. Well, the thing that sold me is that he was booked to play Live 8 in Wembley Stadium for 120,000 people. And the day before, he's performing for eight people in the end zone and refused to cancel the show because of scheduling. It Still meant making that, that a priority, him. yeah. The yeah. highest paid musician on earth, by far. He yeah. had a record deal that was, I think, $789 million. Oh, just just shy of a billion dollars, this guy. He's still going strong to this day. Is still one of the biggest stars on the planet. Just not, just not in the United States, which is mm-hmm. odd. A shame. And have a you shame. heard his swing records? No. 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 Oh, see oh. this. This is why he's here. So he, 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 <laughs> he put out a Christmas album, too. Yeah. In 2019. Really? I, I did a little sneak peek because we talked about it on the last show, and I, I kind of dug in and listened to a couple of his Christmas so, songs. After, Unbelievable. Really? Yeah, oh, really I'm going to go get him today. After yeah. we're done here, I am going to play you his duet with, uh, um, oh, why am I forgetting her name right now? Uh, she was in the movie The Others. Um, oh, Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman, yes. Oh, thank really? you so much. Uh, so oh, he does a duet the, uh, with her so singing something stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that one. That one's oh, good. It's really? beautiful. Yeah, that one's really good. So the reason I bring this up is because I showed Spencer 
and and Josh, him going straight from the end zone to Live Eight, he's still in the same clothes. Mm-hmm. Just flying, he he went right to the airport, flew straight to London, barely made it. In fact, he he's was going an on hour no sleep, late. Yeah. He's had no sleep. He was about an hour late. <laughs> Poor David Beckham is up there stalling for him. <laughs> so David Beckham yeah. comes out and introduces him, and less than I mean, it was it was about twelve hours earlier. It, it wasn't a, less than twelve hours earlier. It was some. It was somewhere between like ten and twelve hours earlier. He was performing for eight people. In our end zone. And he goes out there and obliterates Wembley Stadium. And so I showed Spencer and Josh on YouTube the first two songs uh, and what that was like. Oh, it was incredible. And, now Josh, now, and then Josh had to go back and change his playlist and start putting live music in. Uh-huh. Because that's what live music does, that's, right? That's it's Because it's that powerful. That's what I've been listening to almost all week. Is oh, really live? Like Robbie, Robbie Williams Live, a lot of live albums. Oh, cool. Like, it really... It really is different, and it brings mm-hmm. such a different, totally different energy, energy. and everything yeah. to it. So I, mm-hmm. I love. Thank you well, for introducing. Oh no, that. absolutely. That's why. That's why Chandler and I love Bash music as much as we do because that's us remixing and mixing live, performing live. I think there's a different energy there than if we were to just sit down at a computer and line and just everything, program up. everything, yeah, program yeah, everything, yeah. beat match everything. Uh, so when you do listen to Bash music, we'd encourage all of you to do it. It's um, it's a lot of fun, and you can actually hear the mistakes if you listen carefully. Oh yeah, yeah. I hate to say that, but that's how you know it's live, mm-hmm. right? That's how you know. Yeah. If there, well, there, you'll have huge stretches where everything's perfect, but then every then everything goes to shit. Yeah. You, you well, know? And the fun thing mm-hmm. is about Bash music is we're not playing it safe. We're not just mixing in and out. We're we're pushing hard as far as yep. you know, innovating, doing new acapellas and drum beats, and yep. uh, it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It so, takes talent to do that. Yeah. Oh, thanks, it's, man. It's I mean, tough, you, you've even offered to teach me before how to do it, and I'm just like, no, no, dude. I'm, I'm like, I'm way too intimidated <laughs> to even try that. No, I need to see this. Yeah, I think we need to get you going on this panel. Oh, we yeah. do. I think oh. we should because you, you DJ, you play gigs. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, I just do the the playlist kind of gigs where I, I set up my stuff and then I have a playlist and yeah. then just let that play. I <laughs> we, do the we, easy one. We call him Three Song Panda. He'll do he'll do three country songs. He'll do three rockabilly songs. He'll do three reggae songs. And it so pains me when I actually have to play uh, like the boot scoot and boogie at all. <laughs> he comes up and gets those requests from the. Awkward single women. Yeah. See, there's no way that I could that be a wedding so DJ. That is so true. No way. Yeah. I would. I would just like axe all of the horrible music. Weddings are tough. I've got a yeah. question. Weddings are tough. Yeah. And this one is for Greg. Greg, yes, are sir? there any songs that like song requests you refuse to play? Um, no, because if I'm getting paid to uh, to play, I. I just do what they want. Oh. What about the music? He's, he's a music. I was whore. gonna say, Greg. Yeah. You're, you're, I, you're I really am me. a music whore. If I hear like the Cupid Shuffle or like the, I don't know, the Cha-Cha Slide, I'm well, like, just get out of the DJ The Macarena, booth. of course, is one that's always requested. And I am so disappointed in myself to say that I actually own an MP3 of the Macarena. <laughs> As you should. Vinyl. For that. I actually it's actually like a really song. dirty song. I know it, it is. is. Yeah. And was written by the father of our former tour producer, um, who was Wait, from the what? Tchaikovsky family. Really? Wow. Yeah, we, we, we worked with, uh, Chandler and I worked with a member of the Tchaikovsky family. Yeah who was running our, she was the, the tour producer uh-huh. for a long time. And uh, she was insane. And her dad was, I mean, she was nuts. No, like, yeah. like, she still like, is She insane. looked like uh, like Betty Page. You know, she had kind of the, the Betty Page kind of 50s pinup, kind of mid-century uh-huh. kind of look. But she was just crazy as the day is long. Yeah. And very eccentric and, and a total pain in the ass, to be honest with you. But uh, her dad wrote the Macarena. 
Wow. And oh. it was stolen by Los Del Rio, and there were years and years and years of lawsuits, and he eventually had to settle. So anytime the, the Macarena comes on, I'm like, oh, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy needs another paycheck. <laughs> so anyway, uh, long story short, that's, uh, that's the, the reason we're doing all this music talk is because we want you now. Now that Panda's playlist is out, and you can all go listen to it, we want you to do two things. Number one, go listen to Panda's playlist. <laughs> and people, excuse don't, me. Don't judge me Rona, too harshly. Rona. Yeah, what's that, Greg? Uh, don't don't judge me too harshly on my playlist. It's a very uh, it's very vulnerable. But the second thing we want you to do is we want you to post your own playlist in our Reddit group. Just go to the Radio Rona and Reddit group yep. and post your own playlist there. Yes. The five of us and Tim, the six of us, are going to go through and listen to everything, and we want all of our listeners to do it too. So, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited to hear everyone's fingerprints. So what yeah. we'll, what we'll do is on Wednesday of this week. Yes. Uh, so you can you can have some time to listen to to Greg's playlist. We'll put a a, a post a thread. It'll be on Wednesday. And we'll in Reddit. It. It'll and give we'll you a couple of days. Reddit. It'll Reddit. give you a couple of days to get your playlist ready yeah. anyway, and a couple of days where Greg can have his his moment. In we want to let it breathe. Yeah, sizzle. You got to let it sizzle. Let it sizzle. sizzle. Yeah, Sailing. Exactly. Uh, we do have some new Patreons. Now we can get the show started. <laughs> oh, wow. How long are we into it already? <laughs> so Over we, half hour. <laughs> we, do have some, we do have some new Patreons, and we do want to say thanks to those people who have signed up. This, in this climate, yeah, I'm surprised that this is happening, and I am beyond grateful. Yes. And humbled. This is amazing. Uh, and humbled. Thank you, Spencer, for supporting everything that's uh, that's happening here at Radio Ronin. This little mess is something that we love very, very much, and we're glad that, that you guys choose to support it. And uh, these guys are new signups, right? Or, or they're we upgrades. Have upgrades. We have yeah. upgrades. Three upgrades this yes. week. Okay. So the first one is Gina Green. She went from a super fan to a producer. So hey! she's Gina Green. Yeah, Woo-hoo! Gina Green. She's going from a pledge of ten dollars to twenty dollars. So nice. here's a couple of things about Gina Green. Okay. First of all, we finally have a name in our Patreon lineup, our producers, our official producers, <laughs> that Josh can't screw up. Uh, <laughs> and he almost did. I know I was gonna say he almost did right here. <laughs> he say, actually almost screwed I, it up. I almost said Gina Jenna Green. <laughs> Gina you say Gina, and I'm going to kick you off the show. <laughs> yeah, Gina Green. Gina Green. Gina Green. The other one is Esther Burningham. Oh, Esther Burningham. Esther. Oh. She went from a producer to a goblin. So she no went, way. Yeah. Really? So she went from a pledge of $20 to $50. Round of applause. Esther Woo! Burningham. Woo-hoo! Thank you, Esther. Thank you so much. That's a tip of the hat. Yeah. Tip yeah. of the hat. And we have the evil twin, Angela yes. Hammond. Oh, no. she Angela Hammond. Just upped her pledge from a hundred and forty dollars to a hundred and fifty dollars oh, oh a month. Oh my god! Damn! Wow! Thank you! Wow! That's uh, insane! Thank yeah. you! Thank you, sis. <laughs> um, yeah, my evil twin Angela Hammond, uh, who is identical but opposite in every way. Uh, Ugh, I, I don't really have the words. No, thank, yeah, thank, yeah, thank yeah. you. So I don't know much. what you're talking about because me and Angela agree on a lot of things. <laughs> oh. yeah. Or Angie Watson on Facebook. Yeah. No, Angela, <laughs> Angie is... and I disagree. What you do? You, you Angie disagree? and I do. Angela, Angela and I. they get along great. I'm so lost right now. But, uh, <laughs> you're because oh, she gets she gets in Facebook jail and she Different has personalities like every week. Yeah, I got it. Well, thank you, Angela. Um, so much love and. Um, you know, you talk about people that have been there from the beginning, you know, Panda will tell you she's, she goes all the way back mm-hmm. with us. Oh, yeah. And thank you, uh, not only to Angela, but we want to give a shout out to Chris, her husband. Yeah. Uh, Chris just had the big five O. 
So, oh, yep. nice. Uh, we were going to do some videos, but I didn't even know how to get that over to her. And Chris would be like, who the hell is that anyway? <laughs> well, you have the camera <laughs> facing the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I was just facing my feet. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I'll, I'll get it one of these days. Anyway, uh, Chris. Happy for happy uh, uh, <laughs> happy 50th, Chris. Happy 5 dude. Nice. Uh, happy birthday. Thanks to Angela Hammond for doing that. So, Spencer. I have some big news. Yes. You do. My uh, family has almost doubled in size. Yeah. We got two cats. Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to have like a pregnancy be an announcement. No. You were going to no. have twins or something. No. no. Don't even joke. That is a really big possibility in my family. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is just seen his face. His face was just like, No. He's sweating profusely now. <laughs> My wife's a twin. Both of her sisters have twins. Oh, wow. Like, wow. The, the likelihood of us having twins is really, really large. Okay. And Okay. No, I was waiting for you to say my wife's a twin and her twin had a twin <laughs> yeah. and her twin is a twin. I was like, what? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you had, you had two cats. So yeah, we, we, we adopted two cats from the Humane Aww. Society. Aww. Nice. So cool. They're feral outdoor cats. So right now they're just kind of living on our back porch in a enclosure oh, okay. how does that work so we have all of our cats are rescues mm -hmm. so we have a cat mojo who was a day from death who was yeah. starving and, and couldn't really even stand on his own mm -hmm. anymore he was so close to death he was just all bone i mean and that's it we took him in and we had to take him to the vet because he was too weak to even eat or stand and the vet was like yeah he, this cat was a day away from death um and he still is very weird because of it <laughs> yeah he's he's, he's, our, he's very lanky he's, he's like, our very weird creeper cat he's yeah. a very strange cat but yeah. we love him today i don't think i've ever met him oh he's very you usually shy don't, yeah he's very shy uh he doesn't come around i think you know we had uh you know we'll have people in the house for years like jess jess was on the uh -huh. show i think for two years before she ever saw mojo ever yeah huh. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he but he's very active and he's around when when he knows you. But he was a rescue. Cheeto, who is going to be getting his own Instagram account. I, I think I'm gonna this point. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeto's a bit Cheeto. of a rock star. Everybody in the neighborhood knows him. All the kids play with him. Funny thing is we don't know anyone in the neighborhood really. But so. Cheeto knows everybody and yeah. they all know him. <laughs> and somehow they all know his name, which I don't get i'm afraid all. like cheeto like has other families that he goes to and, and like walks into their house and you know we're, we're like just charles corral on the cbs morning show <laughs> yeah. he, had that, he, he had a double life like that <laughs> so anyway um we're gonna get cheeto an instagram account but he's a feral cat oh yeah, yeah. who and bob the bobcat was a feral cat no way uh, well <laughs> <laughs> He was like the le the less feral of all of our feral cats, yeah. to be honest with you, Bob. Um, but feral cats are kind of interesting because all, all of ours were super friendly. Mm -hmm. Even Bob. Bob was, you know, Chandler was young and was never able to actually touch Bob because he's a bobcat. But he loved me. But the problem was is that when Bob would want thing his, things his way, he would claw and bite you. Not out of attacking you, but to try and communicate mm -hmm. with you. But yeah. it's a bobcat. Yeah. So I've got scars all up and down my legs uh -huh. from from Bob letting me know he wanted things a, a certain way. <laughs> he's, he's bringing so, back like baby antelope that are dead that are like bigger than me when I was a kid. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna go see him. Yeah, so. there was there were a lot of times where we'd see just a lump of something out out in the snow in the backyard. And I'm like, oh, oh, he's finally killed a neighbor kid. <laughs> you know, he's he's finally off a neighbor kid. This is oh, we're in trouble. And uh -huh. it was just an antelope. But the reason I bring this up is because feral cats, I've never had the experience that you're having with the feral cats. Yeah, right now. so 
what these are, they're working barn cats. You can find them online through the Humane Society. Oh, okay. So they're kittens where rather than euthanize them or find something else to do with them, that you can adopt these cats for free. And they give oh, you that's cool. everything that you need to take care of them. They, oh, so they don't, you don't have to pay anything for them. We don't cats. have to pay anything. We just have to agree to take care of them, meaning if oh, they that's get hurt. Cool. You know, we're, we're adopting you, cats. You, yeah, you yeah. take care uh, of them. Yeah. And they're, they're 100% outdoor cats. They're feral. They were born in a barn. They're four-month-old kittens right now. Oh, so they're, they're very young still. Yeah, and we got them because we live next to two large horse fields. Uh-huh. So, oh, we so want to have a great time. You got yeah. a lot of rodentia. A lot. In fact, yep. I have to fix the sprinklers because some chewed through the wires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we, we they're, they're in this enclosure for like three weeks to get used to their no, new home. To so establish. This, these are all the Humane Society guidelines. Yes. So that you have a, I'm surprised. It's a, this is a huge cage. It's, it's a four foot You've by got four like foot. A, like it's some sort of. There are like the Lagoon Zoo doesn't have things this big. <laughs> I know. It's really That's big. So, that is so the they truest gave thing you, ever. They gave this to you for free. So like this is part of like the bundle that they. Yes. Okay. So it, they call it an enclosure. It's not a cage. A sanctuary. Sure. Yeah. But they have this enclosure that they're going to hang out in for three weeks until they adopt our porch as their new base of operations. <laughs> okay. For lack okay. of a better word. <laughs> okay. And then the Humane Society will come and pick up the enclosure, but what leave. Are these, what are these cats, millennials? <laughs> this is a, listen to how, look, look at how pampered these cats I are. I know. Holy well, cow. They're not super pampered because Stephanie and I can't agree on names, so... Oh, oh right so now you're going to have names for the cat. No, right now they're the mustached one and the brown one. Are they, are they yeah. male or female? They're both female. Uh, both female. Okay. So, which is fantastic because I've heard like. And they're fixed, right? Yeah. So fixed female cats are amazing mousers. Yeah. Nice. So we okay. have these two cats. We're, we're supposed to go out and like talk to them. So they get used to our, our voices. Yep. If no. we want them to be friendly with us at all. Otherwise yeah. they'll just ignore us and kill mice. Yeah. One okay. thing that, that I've heard too is uh, leave a TV on if you can, with like a oh. window open. So they get used to hearing human voices. That's a great That's idea. That's what we do with our cats when they would first kind of come in. So, so mm -hmm. what I've been doing is before work, I go out and I read my stoic philosophy to the cats out loud. You're reading like Homer. Um, <laughs> Marcus Aurelius and the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. So you need help naming the cats. Yeah. So, so I, I actually wanted to put it out to the goblins. Uh, we need a name for two four month old kittens. I saw the pictures and I want to be the first to submit my names. Okay. Okay. These are my choices for your cats. And I, this is an official submission. Okay. I want the one that's got, uh, that's got a lot of white. A lot of brown, a lot of black, and a lot of kind of tan. I want that cat to be named Snickers. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. good. Fitting. And the one that's yeah. just more dark, I want that cat to be named Fudge. <laughs> Snickers and Fudge. Fudge. Oh. <laughs> Snickers and Fudge. I feel like Fudge needs to be like this absolute unit of a cat. Uh -huh. Well, Fudge is pretty. He looks like a, he or she looks like a fudge. <laughs> she, she does look like fudge swirl. Yeah, it's kind cream. of a fudge swirl. How's that diet going, Chunga? <laughs> <laughs> the quarantine, the quarantine has not been good. Can I, I kind of wish they were male, though, so the mustache one could be like Tom Selleck. Yeah. Magnum. So you, so what are you proposing here? Are you thinking that, that uh, how are people going to do this? So what I'm thinking is I, I actually got one good photo of them because they're still pretty shy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to get that to Josh to throw up on our socials and on the Reddit group. Okay. And I want people to comment what we should name them. Okay. And then my wife has final say. They are her cats. Uh, she has agreed to pick a name from the submission. Snickers oh, and Fudge. So it will be Snickers one of and Fudge. It will be one of the ones submitted. 
Okay. So she's she's right. relenting and saying, "Look, uh, whatever the listeners decide, that's what we're yeah, going." Okay. Well, that's because you know we can't agree on names. So is yeah. this going to be one of the things where she just goes through the entire list and then she'll just pick one, or is she going to pick like a top three and have a poll? Um, I'll ask her. Okay. Ooh, that may be kind of fun too. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Where she picks like a top three group and then whatever wins that poll, that's that's going to be that's it. truly that's truly the the, names the only the thing cats. that I'm worried about is if this is how we feel <laughs> about cat names. What's going to happen when we actually have kids? When you have your twins? Outsource yeah. those names. So, Ronan, get ready. <laughs> yeah. Patches and sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Do Spumoni, please. Please do Spumoni. Oh, yeah. I actually really like that one. Yeah. That'd be actually really, really fun. Uh-huh. I used to have a feral cat. His name was Outside Cat. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I don't know what happened to him. Well, you did have a pet raccoon. I guess that's probably what happened to him. <laughs> I'm and pretty sure together now. Was the raccoon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, Panda, you ever have any pets? You ever have any uh, pets on your own? Uh, not not on my own, but mostly because I've lived in a, in apartments and everything. So, uh, it's, yeah. so I mean, I technically could, but you know, there's a deposit I have to pay, and yeah, it's a is pain. it just for like bigger animals, or can you have like a hedgehog? Um, you I, seem like a hedgehog person. I can see a hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. What about a ferret? No, no, no ferrets, dude. No, ferrets, they are the smelliest. Ferrets are weird. Yeah, the, the, I don't like. They ferrets, stink so. and they bite babies. Well, there is that. <laughs> so in, in Scotland, there's uh, the ferret legging. I don't even know what that is. What? It's it's a, a sport where they drop an angry ferret in your pants, and you have like the cuffs that are cut off. <laughs> like they, they can't get out, and it's just the person, the last person standing, wins. Wow, that's in Scotland. That's a, yeah, it's ferret, that's ferret legging. That sounds like mm-hmm. a Scottish thing. Oh, we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we are so doing that. No, that's great. Well, uh, speaking of doing things, the state is opening up. Yes, finally, Ooh, the world yeah. is opening oh, yeah. up. Don't I know it? Uh, what do you mean? What does that mean? Well, um, as, as, of, I was, as of today, we're on yellow, yeah. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, yes. and uh, as I was leaving my apartment today, I live very close to a Burlington Coat Factory. And you oh, should yeah, you've have got seen... Kind of a, you've got okay. one of those uh, outdoor mall kind of things by you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you should have seen the line that was formed before Burlington was even open. Burlington? What? Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory. What? We are in Utah, you know. So they know wait, it's summer, hold right? On, hold on. The state just opens up and that's people's go-to? I don't wait, think I've, I don't think I've ever Burlington? been to one. The line went all the way up to the sidewalk <laughs> and then had to go out into the parking lot. Why? Why? So, I have to... Everything just went sideways. <laughs> this is so, so, you woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. And as you're getting ready to come over to Casa de Chunga to do the the show, yep. we're doing this very early in the morning. Yeah, by the we way. are. You go all you, Ch- Chunga. For me, this isn't early. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. For doing the show, it's very early. So you go out to get into your car, and mm-hmm. that you see a line of people at the Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah. Before even open, I, I would have took a picture of it, but I was driving at the time. Oh, you're responsible. <laughs> These yeah. Greeks, so responsible like when you say a line, like how many people line? <laughs> Uh, I would say there was probably a good 60 people out there. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Wow, not social distancing at all. <laughs> no, oh, they so- were all very close to each other, and I didn't see uh, masks being worn. Wow. Well, that's why they needed to get into the Burlington for a mask. <laughs> yeah. Why were they? What was going on at the Burlington? 
Was there like some grand they, sale or no? No, um, they're they're just opening. They just open for the people first are day. just excited. And they just I guess so. <laughs> the first. Nah, let's go to the Burlington I mean, Factory. Th- this is Utah, where people line up like crazy <clears throat> when a new restaurant opens or, or IKEA. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's just inbred in Utah culture that if you see a line, you get in it. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, that's yeah. true. That's why Disneyland's so popular. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah. so you didn't, you didn't fun, drive over the there at all. You didn't no, drive over there to no, see I, what's going on. I, like, I laughed at him and pointed and then just drove on by. <laughs> like, uh, like maybe David Archuleta was doing a signing or something. <laughs> no. There. no? I think he's got better things to do than yeah, go to Burlington. On a Saturday morning. Yeah. Well, people are just that excited to get out. Now, I did predict, if you think back, you can go back and listen to the shows. I did predict that when the state opens up, that's going to be where the places where people go. They're going to go to the malls because they're going to be tired of ordering stuff online. They're mm-hmm. going to be tired of doing a lot of the things that they've been forced to do for the past couple of months. They're going to want to go to a mall. And and I'm no different. I absolutely want to go to a mall. Oh, yeah. I, had yeah. I known Burlington was opening this morning, I probably <laughs> would have been there too. <laughs> for no reason. Well, there, there's just something to be said about physically handling what you're you're shopping for, what you're going to watch or do. Or Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm really excited. I think... Uh, I think it's going to go well. You I know, hope we've, so. We've talked about the politic, the politic, the politicize, the politicization. politicization. Politi- I'm politi- rubbing politi- off on you, aren't I? The politicization. Politicization. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure that out. Politic- politic- politicize. Politicize. With the politics. The politics. The politicization. No, that's not it. Politicization. The politicization. That's probably as close as we're going to Anyway. You notice this, how this I didn't even attempt him. to help? Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm glad. <laughs> thanks, yeah, thanks, which is often the case. <laughs> Throughout our history, he's oftentimes been the guy that's been like, you're on your own. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> eh, no, <Nope>. so <laughs> I'm not helping him. So uh, this is a very politicized thing. Mm-hmm. And how this happened, I don't really know. We've talked about this a couple of different times to where if you're on the left, you want things to stay closed. And if you're on the right, then yeah. don't tread on me. I want things open. I couldn't disagree on either side. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I couldn't disagree more. I think the whole thing is dumb, the way people have done this. Uh, but I will say that now that things are starting to open up, I think it is it is time. I think it's actually a little bit past time to get these things opened up. I'm interested to see what happens. I know that Chandler found a survey. Yeah. Uh, that it, was shows- on, it was on Forbes of all places. And yeah. it's about the top 10 cities most likely to recover from the whole coronavirus pandemic. Like the, like the best The recovery. best suited cities to recover and then the top 10 worst cities too. Like it's going to take a very, very long time for these Do to recover. Do we want to start with the bottom or the top? Yeah, start with so the worst. So they're not numbered start by like, it's not like one through 10, it's just 10 in, in general. Just random. Yeah, okay, so, okay. so do you want to start with best or worst? Worst. Worst. All right, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Which would make sense. Was, was very, very hard hit. Here's one that yeah. Chung and I had a whole conversation about, which is Honolulu, Hawaii. Which I would expect they would be well. I mean, they're an island. And I actually, I dove into this list as well because you sent it over. Uh And the reason why Honolulu is on that list is because it, because of tourism. Because you're getting people from all around the world. Oh, so it's oh, going to so be a financial thing. So they're mm-hmm. kind of they're forecasting a little bit there. Yeah. So more so tourism. Not, than so it's the tourism that's going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. We okay. were going to go to Hawaii this year. Well, oh. and Honolulu, if you haven't been there, Honolulu is much different than the rest of Hawaii. Oh, totally. It's a lot like Times Square or Vegas. You have really? people living on top of people. It's very well, urban. It's small. Yeah. Downtown Honolulu is in Waikiki Beach and Diamond Head. They're all very, very condensed. There's a ton of people and it's very vertical. 
So oh, it's okay. people on top of people. So I could I could see what yeah. that would be. Yeah, thing. yeah. And okay. then going down the list here, uh, Los Angeles, California, which mm-hmm. uh, which mm. is weird because they they're actually doing, pretty, been doing good. pretty good. Yeah, I, I really good. hope so because New York and LA are where the budgets for my com- or like my industry come from. Well, well, LA is actually doing pretty good. Yeah. So um, McAllen, Texas, which which was really interesting. Yeah, and, and I dove into that one as well. McAllen is on that list because it is one of the the most. Pop, uh, densely populated cities in the U.S. Uh-huh. and uh, their poverty level is is way up. Yeah, and I think we should go so into like what what the McAllen city means. Is what is McAllen like a suburb of of Houston or Dallas or something? No, like I I think it's at the very tip of te- the bottom tip of Texas, if I remember. Down oh, by the Gulf. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and our, our friends in Texas. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, I yeah, we suck. I, I, I've I know Houston. I know Dallas. I know like Lubbock and San Antonio mm-hmm. and El Paso. Galveston. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird to hear something like super densely populated in, in Texas. Texas of in all Texas, places. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, the thing is, this study is based on a number of different things, which is the technology, how capable these cities are from recovering from medical advancements, along with finances. So mm-hmm. that's why like Honolulu is going to be so impacted because of tourism. Um, on the list is Miami, Florida, which, again, really, that really densely sense. populated. Uh, New Haven, Connecticut, and New York City. Are yeah, all people all on top very, of people. Very, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see, Philadelphia, Stockton, California, which came to a surprise, and then Tampa, Florida. Stockton, so, California. Stockton, it's it's Stockton. Yeah. There's only yeah. like one or two that really surprised me on that because most of them were just super densely They're populated. Very, very dense. mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving over to the top. It sounds like 10. there's a socioeconomic component to oh, that. Oh, there definitely is. Stockton is a pretty poor area. It sounds like McAllen's a pretty poor area. Well, mm-hmm. Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, well, yeah. And I mean, Detroit's a disaster. Yeah. So. Um, so moving over to the top 10 best position uh, cities to recover, they went into detail about how these are techie cities now. So there's lots of new advancements coming in, lots of you know young people moving in. And so Washington- and again, I think there's a socioeconomic component. I agree. People yeah. make more money, they're safer. Yep. Yeah. So Washington, D.C., uh, Tucson, Arizona, and San hmm. Jose, California, which San Jose is, is booming. As D.C. As- I'm surprised about. Um, Tucson, uh, not really surprised about. Yeah. Uh, San Jose, kind of surprised kind of. about. Hey, they said San Jose, not Oakland, which is also weird because they're right next to each other. Yeah. So there's also yeah. a Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, huh. Madison, Wisconsin, which I mean that's kind of out in the in the boonies, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't not, know Wisconsin. Madison no, is, no, it's, no, a, Madison's it's not. away from Chicago and Milwaukee enough. But it's kind of in the Rust Belt, and there's a, a lot of Rust Belt places like Pittsburgh and Detroit and Buffalo uh-huh. that are not doing that great. Yeah. Okay. So um, now this is where things get interesting. Provo, Utah is on really? one of the top 10 cities Provo. to huh. recover okay. along with it's uh, the essential oils down there yeah it's it's, it's the <laughs> slopes. yeah uh boise idaho denver colorado matt oh let's see uh durham north carolina and ending the list salt lake city utah so salt lake yeah. and provo are both on the list to i have recover. some i have some That's theories yeah um and this is why i think you know we were begging the governor to shut everything down uh, thankfully, or or not thankfully, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't listen. He chose to keep things somewhat open. Uh, he didn't shut everything down like a lot of states did. Yeah. Salt Lake County shut everything down. Salt Lake City shut everything down. Summit County shut everything down. Uh, and I do think that was a good thing. But I think one of the things that we have going for us here is that we're very suburban and we're spread out. And um, we don't have uh, the the poverty level is not what it is in Detroit. But no, it's not what yeah, it is in yeah. Houston. It's not. There's what not it is abandoned in- houses all over. Mm-mm. Yeah, and so I think I think the fact that everything is so suburban and the property, individual property ownership, that the, there's bigger spaces from house to house. It's not people living on top of people. 
Yeah. And I think that may have been one of the reasons for the recovery well, being better here. And the areas that did actually get locked down are the ones that were the more densely populated ones. Yeah. Like yeah, Salt well, Lake downtown. And that's the thing is like, we're, we're talking about going to yellow, but Salt Lake City proper and West Valley City proper are still under orange. So yeah. They, yeah, they, some, they haven't officially opened up orange. yet. Yeah. And same with Park City as well. So they're, they're yeah. when can we let Panda return to his natural habitat? Panda can't. <laughs> yeah. He's in his, I think his You're area is still locked down. Right, you're still on orange. You're not completely locked down, but yeah, I, I haven't actually checked to see what what uh, where your air. Yeah, if the Burlington's any sign, I think they're yeah, doing yeah. All right. Like with Burlington <laughs> this morning, I was like, I think we're uh, pretty well open now. Yeah. So what does yellow mean? If you're in Utah, like if you're in California, we've got a ton of California listeners. They have stages, yeah. so they have like stage one, stage two, stage. Like one three. through five. I, I think so, yeah. And I think they're in stage two and, and moving to stage three soon. That's our version here in Utah. That's orange yellow. to yellow. Yeah. Orange to yellow. We were on red, then we went to orange. And now as of uh, Saturday morning, we are shifting to yellow, which is why there were people at the Burlington Co. Factory. Mm-hmm. That yep. means everything's open. Everything can open. It's groups of people, 50 or more. Yeah, that can be in any particular location at once. So mm-hmm. the, does that mean that you can dine in now? Yes, it, it's dine in. Social, social distancing, distancing still needs to be there, but social yeah. distancing is still there. And they're saying if if you are in a place where you can't social distance, that's okay. Just wear a mask. Yeah. So yeah. if you're before it was, you need to be a minimum of six feet apart, and you need to have a mask. Mm-hmm. Now it's if you are inside of six feet, you need to have a mask. But anything outside of that, you can, you're okay, you're, not, you're to. okay not to wear a mask. I yeah. actually saw so. a really interesting article about restaurants trying to combat how weird it feels to be socially distancing while eating in a restaurant. Oh, really? Have you done it yet? I haven't yet. I, DoorDash is a thing. Panda, you haven't done it yet. Uh, not quite yet. Okay. Josh, you haven't done no, it. No, not yet. So yeah. none of us have done it yet. But they were saying what they're going to do is they're going to start setting up, some restaurants are going to start setting up mannequins at the empty table. That's, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. To no, me, no, that sounds way worse. creepy. That's, that's like that creepy. Uh, I Am Legend movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's way, that's way The only place I could see doing this is like Golden Corral, like just to make the old people no, feel welcome. No, Golden Corral is open. No, so, yeah, the Golden they wouldn't know their mannequins. Yeah, that's, that's, what I'm saying. that's exactly what no, I'm saying. Have you yeah. not heard how Golden Corral is open? No, it's a buffet. They're doing cafeteria style buffets. Oh my gosh. So you walk in and you get your tray and they serve they you. They serve the food. you. That so, makes no difference. I don't you get know what to think about that. If I want to feel like elementary school again, I'm going to Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's uh, uh, Well, and hmm. the first time that somebody's eating at one of these restaurants with the mannequins and that mannequin's head starts turning, <laughs> that's going to end. You've been in places where that's happened. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, look, we uh, we have a lot of show to cover. We, we've got a lot of stuff uh, that, big we, show. that we need to talk about. We are changing up our Patreon lineup a little bit. Yeah. Um, thankfully... This is a good problem to have, right? Yes. We have uh, a lot of producers, and we used to just do them all in one day, but the list is becoming such that we can't really do that. Yeah. So we're, we're actually splitting up the producer list. So we'll do half of it on the Monday show and another half of it on the Thursday show. So this is our first day doing it. It's our inaugural yeah. try. Well, and these are the super producers on the Monday show. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm pleased to uh, I'm, I'm pleased to report that we have to do this because there are so many of you that are supporting the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to join our Patreon community, please do so. Just go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Radio Ronin. You can join for as little as five bucks a month. Panda's a goblin, for example. Yeah. He's a minimum of $50 a month. So, so awesome. thank you, Panda. But thank Panda you very is so much, much that, more than just that. Well, and you <laughs> yeah, don't know absolutely. how uh, bad I've been tempted to to raise mine. 
<laughs> well, what? not now. Don't yeah, do it now. Yeah, not now. <laughs> In this climate? Let me, let me get my phone. Actually, some no, people no. are some people are actually doing that. Oh, uh, you guys are the best. I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah. So the Radio Rona show is uh, these are our super producers. Super producers, yeah. These guys are paying over twenty dollars a between month. Between twenty and fifty. Yeah. Yeah, between twenty and fifty dollars a month. The Radio Rona show is produced in part by Stacy Schreiber at twenty twenty. Ben Booth, the Badger Man, also at twenty twenty. Uh, Keith Brown, 2020. Tomas, 2020. Travis Gustafson, 2020. Thank you so much. Chef Shammy Fresh Churn Butter, 2020 a month. Thank oh, you. Oh, I think it'll become Shammy. a new sponsor he's, of the show. I, I got his number. I'm going to be reaching out. Wow. He's, he wants he's, some giving, he's giving us some butter. Wait, he's, is he really? Yeah. He's oh, actually going to hear from me before this episode airs. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, Kitty Fantastico at $22.22 a month. Amy B at $22.22. Darren Phillips, the uh, the badass Marine, at 2311. Thank you so Semper much. Five. Semper yeah. five, Sergeant. Yeah. Uh, Joel Jenkins at 2314. Charles Shagany at $25 a month. Thank you so much. Uh, Infendo Radio, which is Steve Peacock, Sandy Rosier, and Dr. Gill are all also at $25 yeah. a month. Uh, Tire Factory. Fact, stop. Oh, ooh. Ooh. Dr. Gill. I don't think Good we Good Dr. Gill. We don't give enough love That's to Dr. Gill. Yeah, we got to give Dr. Gill some love. Hey, Dr. Gill. Bucks. This show is for you. This music-based show is for you, Dr. Gill. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. Yeah. Uh, Tire Factory Point S, Tire and Auto Service in American Fork, $25 a month. Ian Daisley. Did I get that one right? Yes, you did. Ian Daisley. Beat Josh. Uh, Addict Athlete, which is Coach Blue. Love you, man. Thank you again. Uh, $25 a month. Lori L. at $25.27. Uh, Jonathan Vascar at $27 a month. Jolene and Grant Jones at $28.13. Guys are the best. These kill me. I love that. Uh, Jordy Carroll, Marta Lords at $30 a month. Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental at $35.55. And Jaron Cahoon at $39.98. Thank you so much. Round of applause. Round of applause for our super producers. The super producers. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, you, super producers. By the way, uh, some of you are asking about shirts now that we're going to yellow. Uh, I don't know. We need to check and see if we can do that. If we do do this, it may be the kind of thing where we show up and we have you show up and grab your shirt, but you can't hang out. Yeah, I don't think you know, can you be show like up, you grab your shirt. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, and then you're on your way. Because usually, what we do is we we say we're going to be there for an hour. It turns into four. Everybody hangs. Everyone out Everyone stands a long time. there. Yeah, we may give. Panda's old job back and he'll stand there with a timer. <laughs> <laughs> back well, off. I, I, I was going to vote for a t-shirt gun. Oh, hey. we just People shoot. Can just drive by. Yeah. Like we shoot them into their cars. Right into their window. <laughs> or their face. I wonder. Let's look I into that. I think we can make that work. <laughs> you stand back here. We're going to shoot the t-shirt gun at you. I used to be a mascot. I mean, I could probably. I love this. Why am I not surprised that you were a mascot? Oh, yeah, no, you, you were just telling me about you, this today. Josh and I were both the same mascot. Yeah. Wait, what? What? You yeah. were too? I was the uh, SUU Thunderbird. Oh, no. I was My also, first year. I was also the community college's Bruin. Oh, were you yeah. really? I thought you were the Thunderbird at one point. No, I was too. Oh, I, you I were. played <laughs> it a couple times. Josh and I, without knowing each other, were both the Southern Utah University mascot at one point. That is awesome. Mm. Isn't that funny? What? No. So, yeah. So, yeah, t shirt cannons. I, I, I have connections. Josh was actually telling me about this today he tried to name yeah. the Bruin the yeah. Bruin so I worked for the community college for a long time I'm actually wearing one of their hats mm, right now yeah yeah and he's now called Brutus but yeah we we had a little issue um with the Hispanic Student Association because we wanted to name the Bruin slick and we got a history lesson on that what Really? Slick is a racial slur? Apparently. I didn't I had no idea. Slick is a racial slur. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, because like like kind of like greaser, I guess. 
Oh, you know, slicking back your hair. Oh. But, that, but how is that a Hispanic thing? I don't. That's well. That's interesting. Really? I mean, I guess it could be an Italian thing too, right? Yeah, it could be a variety of. Well, hmm. you know, when I was doing talk radio in Boston, we weren't allowed to say white trash because yes, white trash. Right. Right. White trash is actually a racial slur because it's white and trash. It's a and it's an economic based slur. Huh. So we weren't ever allowed to say it. We had to say whiskey tango anytime we wanted to say white <laughs> trash awesome. on the whiskey show. Tango. Yeah, about uh. um, But slick is a new one. I do know that when you're talking about the words that are banned by the FCC when you're doing radio that you're not allowed to talk about. The thing that the one that was the most surprising to me, I don't know if you were in this meeting, Panda, but I'm when I was in radio school, they told us, they said, look, the FCC is like five martini drinking fat dudes. Okay. You're never, don't worry about them. If, oh, really? If, if you are the most unlucky person on earth, you'll be investigated by the FCC. If you are the, that, you have a better chance of winning the lottery than you have of being investigated by the FCC. Well, think about all the content that's constantly going out. That, yeah, that makes sense. I made it three months. <gasps> no, but we got investigated. You got no, no. The first time, <gasps> I made. It through, I've been investigated by the FCC three different times, and uh, not not fun at all. But the, on the third time, it was it was like, okay, we're gonna sit you and your team down. These are the things that you can't say on the radio. Wow, you can't say these words on the radio, and it's like the famous George Carlin Shanga? comedy thing. Yes, Spencer. We're not on the radio anymore. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We're allowed to do whatever whatever the f we want on this. <laughs> we just don't because it's, you know, we we, yeah. we like to we want everyone to listen, yeah. right? So we, that's why we don't do it for the most part. But one of the things that surprised me the most was scumbag is actually banned by the FCC. Yeah, you were there. Well, Panda's I wasn't there, but I know why that Oh, you, you know do. why they would ban that word? I didn't know. Yeah, it's actually scumbag is a World War II term. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? For a used condom. Oh, oh! oh. Yeah, I that... never knew that it, when when so when someone calls someone a scumbag, they're actually calling him a used condom. That actually just makes sense drop now. the s and it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, this changes my relationship with my grandpa now because he calls you that all the time, <laughs> mm -hmm. right? and he knows what it means mm -hmm. where you don't. He he was in the war. Yes. Oh, oh man. So it to to this day, it's actually banned, and that was one of the things that got us in trouble. Really? And without us even knowing, oh, this is uh, this is you not something that. that you can actually say. So I don't even know how we went down that rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, that's it. We, well, we have uh, we have uh, anyway. Thanks to our producers. Thank we love you, you guys. so much. Yeah. Um, Panda came in today and said, "Hey, look, I'm on the show. This is my show today." Yeah, it's right. Panda, Panda's this is like my a very, this is very polite man, but you you kind of put your foot down. You're like, "I said, I'm no, doing I, this. I want to do a chunga pole." Yes. And you yes. won't tell us what and it I is. And I said, "Well, nope. what 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 do you want uh, the chunga pole to be?" Because uh, I'm not telling you. And I said, "Well, we kind of need to know so that we can set it up the right way." And he goes, "No, you don't." <laughs> Because you've been doing this for 30 years, figure it out. <laughs> now, now it does have something to do with music. Okay. It's oh, a music, well, that makes okay. sense. I'm okay with that. It's a music chungapol. So we want everybody to weigh in on this. Go to our Reddit group. Join our Reddit group, by the way. People are jumping Please in there do. like crazy. It's been a good week. We've had a lot of people sign up for this. Uh, super easy. You don't have to do anything special. Just sign up for Reddit and then search Radio Ronin, and it's right there. You just The difference between Reddit and like Facebook and things like that is that you can follow people, and then when they post, you see their posts, but you can also follow... Topics. Topics, yeah. Yes. 
Think about it. It, it looks kind of scary when you get into it. It's easier than Facebook. It's easier way than easier. Twitter. Yeah, it, way it's faster, way easier. a thousand times easier. I promise. You know, if you have any questions, You'll hit any of us up. So. Panda's still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it I'm out. I'm actually going to sit Panda both. down right afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need Panda's some guidance on the Reddit because I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay, so <laughs> that's okay. So what's your chunk of poll here, Panda? What are you, what are you thinking? All right, so the, uh, the quarantine got me thinking about this because one of the things I kept hearing constantly was about how during quarantine when... Uh, men and women are just kind of together or, you know, men and men or women and women. They're what are you getting at? They're predicting a new baby boom yeah. out of this. Oh. Sure. I've actually yeah. seen so, a lot of my friends from high school. A lot of them are getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's another so that, one. Okay. There you go. That means a lot of more people are getting busy. And, yeah. and for those uh, folks that are, you know, religious and whatnot who... Uh, Quite just, staring yeah. at me. <laughs> the, 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 the single <laughs> folks like Josh are here. Who Josh, can't it's, quite called, do it's, the, called, uh, it's called coitus. You guys, be nice to Josh. He's got a girlfriend, Pamela Henderson. Oh, my gosh. I hope my parents didn't say Maury right? Povich. Yeah. He's going to give himself a five-finger discount. So, so it, it got me thinking anything. because uh, I'm a playlist guy. Like I, I like having my playlist for various things. Oh, I see where you're going with this. And I've actually got a... a, a <laughs> Playlist for getting busy. Do you really? Can I do. Wait, hold on. Can you please share this? Me. I want to hear this so bad. <laughs> so I want to know what everybody, you know, if the other only, people only, use music. You have a you have a you have a sex it's, playlist. Yeah. <laughs> can I tell the story? Can I tell the? Can I, tell the, the oh, I want to tell oh, the biting the story. Mood. I want to tell the biting story. Can I tell the biting story? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Yes, 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 I'm so excited. Greg. This is the best story. Greg uh, found an amazing girl. He found an amazing girl that he was that he liked very, very much. And we were like, hey, Panda found a woman. This is so exciting. This is great. He's gonna, they're going to get married. Yeah. This, is, this is so awesome. I'm so happy that Panda has found his special person. And then they were, you know, enjoying a special moment together, Panda and his, and his woman. And she bit his nipple really hard. <laughs> I think I still have scars on my nipple. She, for whatever reason, said, this is going to be, he'll dig this. It hurt. <laughs> and then she got mad at me and said I wasn't open-minded because I didn't like her biting my nipple. And he broke up with her. Over the nipple? <laughs> it's a true story. This conversation not only went off the rails, it went into the farmer's barn and killed so, all the cows. I still have phantom pains. <laughs> So, <laughs> Panda comes to my house and he's like, "Hey, uh, can I talk to you?" <laughs> sure, what's up? Well, it's uh, I ended it. It's not how I'm like. What are you talking about? No, it's over. I said, "How come?" He goes, "She uh, bit my nipple, <laughs> and I didn't like it." <laughs> I don't like pain. <laughs> Oh, that made me, and it was so hard. I just sat there and laughed. You know, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? So she, she judged you at that point too. Oh yeah, she, she did. And you know, she was basically telling me she didn't know if she could be with a guy like me who wasn't open-minded. Oh my gosh. Don't, don't do that to my nipple. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that Panda, but that's. What was was the playlist going? Because maybe your playlist is just it a little. Bit, yeah. It's a little I, bit I think too it effective. Might have been. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I was using the playlist, and things Marvin were getting uh, getting very warm and 
Is yeah. that Air Supply? I, yeah. oh, Air actually, Supply. What's, actually, what's on your playlist? The well, I would almost say Air Supply, but most of their songs are sad. Yeah, they're yeah. they're after they're about they're after the nipple has been bitten. Up. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, I've got songs on there like uh, Jason Mraz's Bella Luna. Oh, nice! Well, okay. That is a sexy that's a great, song. That's a great song. Yeah, I, I've got the uh, Spice Girls to become one. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. I've also got uh, Blue October Sway. Oh hey! Wow. So I hey. mean, uh, there, there's mm. more, but nice. Lady, you know. Great, great, great single. So then. this yeah. is your this is yeah. your <clears throat> this is your play. This is your chungapole. Yes, yes. I, I want to know if other people who may use music to get in the mood, or even just making out. What what songs you choose? This is your huh. uh, in the mood playlist. Man, exactly. I, I've got to go get rid of all of my air supply now. My, <laughs> so, my, that's your go-to. My, my go-to is usually eighties. You know, kind of yeah. just eighties music, yeah. love songs, whatever. Okay. Huh. No, I. So it's not a playlist, but you're saying your favorite in the mood. Yeah, j- song? just a song. Even what song? Your favorite song. in the mood song. I don't know how oh, to narrow man. that down. Okay. Huh. When you say nothing at all. I mean, I, it you know, be what something happens if you don't? I don't know that I, I don't know if I have one of those. Oh no, and it's okay. Like if it. you don't if you don't use music, you know, for for those activities. <laughs> I try to be as PC as I can. I, you you know, know I what? remember that uh, being at a dance and liking a girl. <clears throat> Excuse mm-hmm. me. <clears throat> this is I think a high school. Yeah, I think it was high school or, or yeah, around high school. And I remember that there was one particular song. I was like, when this song comes on at the dance, that's where I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna make my move. Oh yeah, crazy for you, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, it's a good yeah. one. It's, a, it's actually okay. a great song. It's a very good song, but that was the one where I was like, yeah, this when this comes on, I'm gonna make my move. And it, and? it, it no, no, that's when he knew. <laughs> I mean, it was it was uh it was, yeah she danced with me, but it was awkward. And it was uncomfortable. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it didn't I, go well. I felt weird. Um, it just didn't, and then I ran. <laughs> it was me. Did, I didn't, didn't, like you, it. didn't you try and kiss a girl on the uh, Dracula ride? Yes, at, I did. Lagoon? Chandler, yes, I did. <laughs> okay. And then my nuts fell out of my OP shorts <laughs> that same day. Okay, and I, I'm about ready to. Uh, <laughs> I'm about ready to open up and share a uh, vulnerable panda story. Okay, as if the nipple yes. biting wasn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is like uh, he's on Barbara Walters all of a sudden. So, so when nobody you even up knows the, that reference yeah. anymore. <laughs> so when you brought up the uh, the the dance, yes. It reminded me of the the first uh, church dance I ever attended. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was okay. just barely twelve years old. Yeah. At my first dance. Yeah. Uh, one of the neighbor girls came up and asked me to dance. She was sixteen. Mm-hmm. And I was oh. like, Yes, yes, I'm an I'm older getting. woman. Yeah. yeah. So we start dancing, but uh, we're slow dancing. But she's really, really close. <laughs> and I mean, really close. Yeah. So uh, those are my keys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> those are my keys. So I got I'm a, 14, but those are my 12, keys. 12. Yeah. Full, full on you boner. Full t- <laughs> on boner. Oh. And I'm like trying to do the A-frame to pull away. <laughs> and How I know she this? felt it. I know Not she enough felt Book of Mormons it. to get in between those two. <laughs> How much of this are we going to so have to cut? <laughs> none of it. None of it. You were how old? I was 12. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Blood just goes there automatically. <laughs> You're doing like the Captain Morgan, like one leg Do you off. remember what the song was? No, I was too embarrassed to even recognize what song we were, were you dancing just, were to. Were just dying? It was, it was Sandstorm. Oh, I was. Like, <laughs> Sandstorm. Yeah, I, I remember when I got home, I was just like, oh, she's going to hate me now. Did she? Did she? Did she hate you after that? No, no, she she didn't even care. Like, it didn't bother. So <laughs> she, she was very was, nice about it. She was also 12? 
Uh, no, she was. She 16. was sixteen. She's older. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's that's terrible. No, you yeah. know what was going uh, through her mind was, oh, that poor twelve-year-old. This is his first dance, and he's scared. I'm gonna go make him feel oh, welcome. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. She knew what she, she was did, doing. Uh, at the, sixteen, yeah. come on. Well, and with how close she had pulled me to slow dance, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like that at singles dances. <laughs> And he still does the A-frame. <laughs> no, it's true. There's your chunga pole. Oh, man. Uh, we, we, we go go into your your in-the-mood song. We want to know what your in-the-mood song, if you have one. Yeah. If you don't have one, I suppose you could probably just say that, right? Yeah. You could just say, I don't have one. I would one. hope to see lots of, like, Kenny G. You know, some, some maybe, smooth jazz. Maybe Panda can distribute in-the-mood songs. Yeah. A lot of good little boys and girls who use earplugs, blindfolds, and turn off the lights <laughs> like they should. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay, uh, oh, listen, we uh, we are about to. Well, actually, we have. This has been a long show. Yeah, yeah. We do have something before we do anything though. We we have to welcome a new sponsor to the show. We do. Nice. Really, really excited to have these guys on. Um, thank you to all of you. We've we have such a demand for sponsors now. We can't even put them all on the same show anymore. It, it's honestly it's, really cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. If, and just to throw this plug out there, if any of you want to find out how to be a sponsor of Radio Ronin, reach out to me at spencer at RadioRonin.com. Uh, the go. people that have advertised on this show, we are A, very grateful for them. B, they're very happy with the results. And I think that's why the word is kind of getting out that it's been tremendously good for Audible and for uh, RJ Concrete and Dr. Boyden and some of our other sponsors. Launder. Mm. Launder has been killing it. They're extremely happy. And uh, we're proud to welcome uh, a brand new sponsor to the show. This for this their the very first time, as I understand. So right? excited about this! Yeah. Uh, everybody, welcome the training ground to the show. Woohoo! Uh, the training ground. What is the training ground? Well, simply put, the training ground is life coaching. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of we have a lot of corporate uh, types that listen to the show. We have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, very driven, um, high performance type individuals that listen to the show all around the country. These guys, while local here, will help anyone, anyone around the country. Okay. It's not just locals that they'll help. Uh, what do they do? Well, what what does the training ground when you sit down with the training ground? What are they going to do? Well, they're going to help people define what their dream is, what their plan is and uh, how to follow it. So they're going to find out, okay, what do you really want out of your life? Nice. How do you hope to achieve this? What the training ground figures out is that a lot of people, everybody, they have a dream and they know what they want the outcome of that dream to be, but it's the in-between that gets kind of gray and kind of fuzzy. Yeah. Right? So they teach you how to overcome your self-doubt, your fear, and your belief that you can't do something. And they hold you accountable in helping you follow your plan. So in the same way that you would go to, imagine going to, I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go to a nutritionist or I want to lose weight. So I'm going to go to a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. And then that nutritionist or that personal trainer holds you accountable. That's exactly what the training ground does, but they do it with your goals. It's very cool what they do there. That's awesome. uh, I highly recommend you check them out. Uh, They have tons of mental tools that help people overcome their subconscious and conscious weaknesses and feelings of self-doubt. And what they would like to extend is a free session. 
Whoa, yeah, that's really so they want a free session that will give people a chance to see what they're working with and who they're talking to. If you uh, if you are interested in doing this, they're still doing the social distancing and everything else. So there's a couple of things you can do. You can give them a call at 801-717-9069. That's 801-717-9069. Or you can send them an email. Really simple. Just uh, in fact, you can um, just write this down really quick. KP at trainingground.us nice kp at trainingground.us if you have any questions about this or if you didn't get that just send us a message mm. i get i get facebook messages all day every day i try to answer every single one of them so you can just message spencer me chandler josh even panda that's oh, right yeah. you can hit up the panda <laughs> <laughs> and he'll uh he'll make sure that he sets you straight so thanks to the training ground uh for signing up very us. cool uh yeah we're, we're pretty stoked so um listen i i saw a story i was on reddit and this story I I think the story here first is that you were on Reddit yeah. by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm trying. You the know, training trying wheels to, are off. No, I'm trying really hard. See, this whole Reddit thing was Spencer's idea. Yeah. And uh, it was a tough sell. In fact, it took you months. Months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of begging Chandler and I to do this, and we were both like, no, no, no. Yeah. And now it's working. Now it's taking off, and we probably should have done it a long time ago because we've, we're finding out that a lot of our our listeners are on Reddit anyway. A lot of our goblins are on Reddit. So I'm trying to learn it, right? And mm-hmm. so I was on looking around and found a, a story about Blockbuster. Oh. <clears throat> Blockbuster I'm... video. Okay. I love video stores. I miss love them. them. Yeah. Oh, I Shannon do is, is uh, she still talks about how much she misses Blockbuster. There's one left in Oregon. Have oh, you guys, have you, did you guys see the story? No. Uh, I, I remember so. there was like two, it was like last year, a couple years ago, but that's that's the last I've heard. Well, if you, if you um, like Panda talked about this earlier, right? With going to the record store mm-hmm. and taking a minute to, well, a minute would be Panda going for a day. Yeah. Uh, going through all of the different vinyl albums and just looking through everything. I don't like the way I consume movies right now. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have Blu-rays or DVDs that mm-hmm. I can actually physically put into uh, my player and go through the special features and the directorials and, and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. I would, I would much prefer that over just pulling it up on on demand and watching it that way. I'm yeah, it's more difficult. It's more of a process. But I wonder if we could see a return to video stores. Ooh. Do you think? I, uh, to Do you be think o- it would ever come back? To be honest with you, that hasn't really gone away for me because I live in Bountiful, which is home to Top Hat oh, you Video. Still have, you still have Top Hat Video. Yeah, I, I've, I've, been, I've been a customer for decades, really. Back when they were at the Five Points Mall, they were just right across the, the hallway from our baseball card shop oh nice so i've gone there forever in fact they actually just uh forgave me my 30 dollar late payment fees <laughs> for 30 dollars they, they didn't even know that you still had them. yeah i'm I, pretty I compl- sure it was gone uh, probably but still it, it i didn't go for a couple years because i didn't want to pay the 30 bucks <laughs> so this is so top hat video still around still what was around the movie josh it, it was probably like best two years yeah, I'm sure. Uh, right. yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> so this store in uh, this blockbuster in Oregon, they uh, somehow are actually thriving. 
Really? Nice. Okay. Well, it's Oregon. Not, I, I don't know if it's, yeah, is it a hipster thing? Because yeah. they, you got the be. pandemic. They were actually able to stay open as an essential business during the pandemic. Wait, what? what? <clears throat> they they were able to stay open. Wow. So Netflix and Blockbuster, or Netflix and, and um, Disney the Plus. pandemic and Disney Plus be damned. Mm-hmm. These guys are actually doing really well. Uh, they sell their own t-shirts. They... Huh. Have all of this, you know, like uh, they they're doing all kinds of marketing. Like I survived the pandemic with Blockbuster. Wow, I think they're like a really franchise cool. store, and I don't even know if the corporation is still around anymore. I but think they're they independent the, now. Yeah, they've got so to they, be. They, they they kept all the branding and everything, but they're independently owned. So are they still getting right. like? Do you know if they're getting? I mean, new movies and things like that, or is it still old, old I stuff? Because I can't imagine the market's very big for like studios to send stuff out to them. I actually think the studios are still sending stuff. Wow, to them. Yeah. that's cool. Yeah, they're huge on Twitter, from my understanding. Yeah. I'm, Okay, um, they're actually doing very, very well. Uh, not only that, they said they 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 are having a hard time keeping things on the shelves. Hmm, yeah, wow. I, I'm so, looking at this now, and they mentioned that they're getting the Call of the Wild, the Harrison Ford one. Uh-huh. They're getting like 16 DVDs <clears throat> and like 12 Blu-rays. Okay, yeah, so, and time, they, so time they're, they're still getting. Yeah, they're the... still getting them. Uh, I That's think awesome. I wonder could we see like Panda was talking about how he has his love of vinyl. I've watched Panda do this. And it's really cool. And I intentionally, I have some vinyl, like I was talking about with my Sinatra album and stuff, but it would be an unquenchable thirst for me. Mm. It would be vinyl everywhere in the house. Shannon yeah. Shannon would, would divorce me again. There would be all <laughs> kinds of, you know, there would be all kinds of problems with it. Yeah. So I don't yeah. do it. I, I've spent way too much money on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have and, crates, it's a thing, yeah. The funny thing is like- music. Yeah. We were doing a video call for my, my big boy job and there's a ton of people on and one of the questions, it was just like a team building thing. They're like, okay, who here has vinyl or cassette tapes? And everyone that jumped on was all millennials. And because that's like, that's the yeah, thing. Cassettes now. are a thing. The cassettes yeah. And, yeah, they're, vinyl, they're and it's all people like in their 20s like me. And I've heard records, record and vinyl sales are through the roof now. So oh, I could yeah. see the, so a video cassettes. store coming back. Cassettes are through the roof. Yeah. They're selling vinyl records in Target and Walmart now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, and Guitar Center. And yeah. um, anywhere, yeah. Best Buy is selling them now. I actually yep. started getting into vinyl. I think it was 2016 or 17. Okay. And a good man hooked me up with a, a record player. <clears throat> Thank you. Panda. Oh, really? So you, you oh. oh, yeah. I, I gave him a, a a turntable. Which one is it? Your Stanton? Did you give him your Stanton? Uh, yeah. He's yeah. Uh, he's got the Stanton. Or really? No, it's an I. It's a Stanton. Oh yeah, that's a standard. damn good. Dude. That's a damn oh, good. Oh no, right? it's cool. It gets that's a great well turntable. used. When I was working from home, that would be the first thing I'd walk in, turn everything on, put on an album, sit down, work. Oh man, it was it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So well, and I, I needed to make sure that when he got his uh, first turntable, that it, it was a weighted arm. Yep. As opposed to those crappy Crosley ones where mm-hmm. they'll scratch your records. Well, the, the like, Stanton is awesome because it's belt driven and it's got a weighted tone arm to it. Mm-hmm. So um, that that's fantastic. That's yeah, awesome. It's that's been incredible one. and I'm, I'm forever grateful. Yeah, that's wow. cool. Huh. I used to have a Techniques 1200 that I would, Ooh. I had a couple of those that I would DJ with back in the day. Yeah, Those original um, ones are hard to find now. We had, we had Techniques 1200 turntables at X96 in the early days. The really early wow. days when we had like the cart players, we didn't ha- we didn't even have a CD player yet. I don't think. Really, it was all vinyl and carts, and those Technique twelve hundred turntables were great. Hmm. Loved those. But people have basically embraced that sound. They said that this is a, a more true sound because it's actual sound, and mm-hmm. it's a a more warm sound as a result of that. And I think 
uh, we could reach a point where people are like, no, the 4K, I, I like the way film looks. I like mm. the grainy look of film and, if, and the way. If you look at like the popular editing style, of, like all these Instagram influencers and things yeah. like that, it's all that film grain. They add fake film grain and they like put light leaks in. And, and put like the little like 90s date kind of in the bottom corner. And, oh. and that's very much now, in style right now. To be fair, you can go overboard. I mean, J.J. Abrams was infamous, infamously called out for way too many lens flares. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. but that, that's a yeah. little bit different than like kind of making it look vintage and things like that. But I kind of, can I go on a rant about Please. something? Yes, of course. Right One ahead. reason why I would love to go back to like video stores is because when you're doing these streaming services, they have the little thumbnails of pictures of like the next episodes. And Chuck and I have been watching all the they Clone give away Wars. Spoilers. They give away spoilers. I'm like, oh, that character I thought died. Oh, wait, no, they're alive. And like oh, the third thumbnail I never thought of that. No, that they drives do me I've never seen. You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. I'm like, they don't oh, give you a choice. Darth Maul's in this, apparently, because he's on the thumbnail. And, and we didn't know that had at no the time. clue. And so that would be one reason alone that I would like to go to a video store and pop in the DVD. Point. Oh, so much better for no, me. No, that's a good point. Well, yeah. and, and for me, I actually watch more more movies now with a streaming service than I ever did going to, you know, Blockbuster or Top Hat Video. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so for me, I yeah, you're, thinking you're, about this, it's like I would like to maybe take a step back because I'm I'm kind of getting that digital lag or whatever it's called. Oh, is that is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, like it just I'm getting tired of of. Is it less of an experience for you? Is that what you're I think saying? So, because it's just because you used there. to go There's get so it, you take it, you would, yeah. you would yeah. turn off the lights, you'd have your popcorn. It was almost like going to the theater, right? Now, you it's, would, now it's just something to have. It's on, white noise. Yeah. It's now, awesome. Yeah. Good on, point. Mm. No, it's uh, that's actually a very good point. I walked out of my bedroom this morning. Chandler had gotten up shortly before I did to do the show. Yep, very early this morning, and he's sitting there with his bed head, looking like Count Chocula in his sweats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it, it was very cool to see he had Return of the Jedi on. Yeah. It was just uh, sitting there. I, for a moment, I saw seven-year-old Chandler sitting on the couch. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, and it was actually very, very cool. And I was watching the way Return of the Jedi looks, and it's almost like when you put in Ten Commandments or you put in one of those movies where you can see the age to it. Mm -hmm. And I realized it's not really the, the costumes. It's not really the way they're acting. It's the film. It's the film yeah. itself yeah. 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 that it was shot on film. It wasn't shot on a red camera. Mm -hmm. It was shot to look uh, very big and epic back in the day, and that has since changed. But I prefer that way. Yeah, I think well, I, 4K I, and everything. Even working in the video industry, I prefer that. There, yeah. There's more heart and more soul to it, and mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. you bring up Star Wars. I know there's a lot of collectors out there that are trying to find the pre-1995 VHS collections of Star Wars mm -hmm. yeah. to go back to that vintage feel. I mean, I have Han shot first. Yeah, I have edited mm -hmm. copies, um, the theatrical cuts where people have actually gone back with the Blu-rays and re-put them in. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's they, cool. They're trying to get back to it. You said you had something I could say. I oh, saw your eyes yeah, light up. Yeah. So, I, I've also, get, you know, going back to the, the video store, um, just whole aesthetic too, because mm -hmm. I've got video stores that thank for my love of just bad movies. Yeah. It was because oh, I would go, I would yeah. look at the art you know, on the case, and I would be like, you know, what? I'm gonna take a chance on this movie. Mm -hmm. I would rent a movie, a really bad uh, B horror movie, mm -hmm. and I would just love it. There's something special about those. Yeah. yeah. Have you well, ever seen Birdemic? Yes, I have. <laughs> I think I actually. That's a silly a question. Birdemic. <laughs> You're gonna leave him hanging. Oh. So there were a lot of years there after the end went away, where uh, the touring years, where Chandler and I were were DJing professionally. Mm -hmm. And we'd go out and play shows, but you'd play a few shows a month and then you would be able to live 
off of the, the revenue generated from those shows, yeah. right? Yeah. So we weren't working every single day. And there we would do, at the time, Pod Goblin and things like that. And then on the weekends, we'd go do shows and come back and we'd have our weeks. Well, Panda at the time, I can't remember what you were doing, but there were a lot of times where Panda would just show up at the house with a bottle of hooch and a bad movie. <laughs> uh, uh, those or, are some or of or my favorite movies. movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of bad movies. And so we'd sit there, me, Chandler, and Panda would just sit there uh-huh. and watch these movies till like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. The sun would be up as, as, as Greg's walking oh, out the man. door. Yeah. So some of the funnest times ever, just sitting there in the middle of the night watching these movies and oh. just laughing our asses off. Yeah. Uh, and they were all fantastic. But again, you can't do that in a streaming service. No. no. You know, you don't you get really that can't. from a streaming service. So uh, great stuff. Well, listen, we got to thank some goblins. Yeah, yeah. we do. Um, thank you to these goblins. You guys are, well, these guys, I should say, paying a minimum of $50 a month. Whew. And we couldn't be more grateful. Again, the list is growing. And thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you. Uh, Taylor Casper, 50 bucks a month. Greg's Guide to New Music Podcast. Hey, I know him. Hey. Uh, Philip Johnson. Thank you, Philip Johnson. Guy Stones, who we have not talked to in a while. We haven't talked to him for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Check in. Check yeah. in. Yeah, reach out, Guy. Let us know you're alive. Colton Cook. I, I saw Colton post some stuff the other day, so I know he's good. Uh, Chandler, Prince of Goblins, Summer, and Brian Thatcher. Mike and Angela Wilding. Allison Fairbanks is about to get married. Uh, Cindy Queen of Bash. Cindy. Yeah. All Cindy, hail. Cindy. Thank you for your generosity, Your Highness. Uh, best-selling author, Joanna Reeder. Jill Reese, PC, and Nicoletti Spaghetti. Onion! Ladies and oh, gentlemen. you got a Greg in there. Nice. Welcome <laughs> our newest goblin, Esther Burningham. Woo! Thank you. Uh, So much, Esther Burningham. Natalie Taylor. Thank you, Natalie. Cam and Alexa Bingham. We love you guys. Jennifer Grant. She's doing well. Uh, The Easton sisters, Liz and Steph. I believe Liz is... One of them is in Arizona. Steph is here. We know they're okay, though. Steph lives in in Arizona, and Liz lives in Utah. Uh, Nolan O'Shanagan. The yeah, golden yeah. voice of, Ra- of Radio Ronan, Ken Kruger, uh, Sean, Big Boy, Peterson, Brian Miller, Greg West. Thank you, Greg West. And now we get to our super goblins, the American badass Captain Lane Hilton of the Unified Fire Department of 5150. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Cronkite, the world's most trusted man. Matthew Cronkite <laughs> at 5151. Uh, not Bishop Shannon, but First Counselor Shannon West, $55 a month. Ryan Westwood of RJ Concrete at $70 a month. Yeah. $70 a month. My goodness gracious. Just a girl, Jean, Jean Marie Hutchinson. She is as pretty as the day is long. She's got an amazing family, and we love her very much. She is $100 a month. Yeah. Thank you, Just a Girl, Jean. Uh, John F. Kennedy. Oh my gosh. A hundred dollars a month gosh. just upped his pledge. That's amazing. Oh, Thank nice. you. Thank you. Uh, Ian the Token Gay, Ian Newland, who uh, the stories Ian and Greg and I have, my goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, $130 a month. Angela, my evil twin, my fellow empath, uh, someone that we all love very dearly. Greg and Angela go way back. She goes back with all of us. Oh, yeah. We love her so much. A yeah. hundred and fifty damn dollars a month. Wow. It's breathtaking, yeah. right? Thank you, Angela. And of course, an undisclosed amount. He will not allow us to say what he donates. Uh, Castle. Yeah. Otherwise known as Gary Carter, who we're very grateful for. Thank you, Gary. Um, awesome. I actually haven't heard from Gary in a while. 
He got married. He got married. Yeah. And then the COVID. You got you to yeah. give him. You got to give him that. Uh, you know that buffer. Hey, yeah, I right, was you know? texting you on my honeymoon. You <laughs> were. Spencer was working on his honeymoon. <laughs> Naked in a hot tub. Yes, I was. <laughs> Which he broke. And, and texted me. You broke that hot tub? No, that was a different one. Oh, <laughs> oh God. We'll save that the story spook for alley day. that is Spencer's life. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness gracious. Uh, all right. Thanks to every single one of you. Everyone, get your get your playlist ready. Yeah. Get your playlist yeah. ready. We have uh, a couple of days here where everyone can go and listen to Greg's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, go listen to Greg's Guide to New Music. Listen to that podcast and then go listen to his playlist. Yeah. There we go. Yes, uh, please. The Butterscotch Panda. And whatever and, and whatever platform, if it's iTunes, if it's Spotify, it's Pandora, YouTube. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Spotify. No. It just has to be a list that we yes. can access. And yeah, and so, just do a, put a URL in that thread that we'll throw up on Wednesday. And there you, you know what? We will be picking. We didn't say this earlier. We're actually going to be picking some of these to highlight. Yeah, and, nice. That'll be so much fun. Yeah. And telling people, wait. hey, go listen to this one. Go listen to that one. Well, and that'll be a great way to discover maybe new music that you might not otherwise have heard before, too. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You may find yeah. a, a, a song idea. that you're like, hey, I like that. For me, that's what this is all about. It goes back to that discussion we had a couple of weeks ago about control and submission. Mm-hmm. When you're listening to someone's playlist, it's about submission. I want to be educated. I want to learn who this person is, and I perhaps want to learn some new music. And that's what I think. Uh, I think the world needs a little bit more of that. Right? Yeah, I Just agree. Yeah. Learning people through music, I think, is a very cool thing. So uh, let's get those playlists done. And I, I'm excited to go listen to all of yours. It's going to be a good time. Panda, thanks so much for being on the show, man. Well, thanks for letting me be on the show. Uh, And we, uh, next time you go to Greece, we actually want you to check in with us. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You you have a trip coming up soon, right? Is that, or is that 2021? Yeah, it's going to be next year. I want to go with you. I want to go with you next time. I'll let you know when I'm going. And we have a, we have a place to stay in Athens. We have a place to stay on Crete. So that would be trouble. All right. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show on your Monday. Join us uh, on Thursday. And then, of course, uh, Bash Music. And now that the quarantine is being lifted a little bit, we may start doing our bite-sized bonus episodes. But not on the nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Bite-sized episodes. Bite-sized episodes, yeah, I know. Even I'm covering my I know, it's like, Poor Greg is like, the Jonas Brothers are a two. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. Plates. We hope you have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.